to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. This is your weekly podcast, delivering you the insight, ideas, and inspiration to successfully change and transform in our ever-evolving world of retail. Enjoy listening. Well, hello, and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. My name is Oliver Banks. I'm your host, I'm a retail transformation specialist, a coach and a consultant, and I work with retailers to help them identify and define their ideal operating models, and then create and deliver the roadmap that brings those operating models into reality, driving profit and driving customer experience. I'm delighted that you are listening in today. Thank you so much. This one is episode 188, number 188. Retail is incredibly complex, but at the same time, it's incredibly simple, really, when you think about it. There are many moving parts that need to go into place to make a successful retail business, but at the same time, there are a few core parts that you must get right. It's fiercely competitive and you can be uniquely desirable as well. Retail can be fun and engaging, and it's also truly meaningful for customers and colleagues alike. Plus, of course, retail is continually evolving and changing and transforming. Now, I had all of this in my mind as I walked into Retail Week Live just last week. And so given that, I wanted to share 10 reflections from the event. Now, heads up, some of these, many of these, are not rocket science, and they can and will lead to breakthrough moments and provoke new thinking. The show notes for today are going to be over at obandco.uk slash 188, where you'll be able to reach out and get in touch directly with me especially if you'd like to share your own thoughts, perhaps from the event, or if you'd like to just reflect on my reflections. What's a reflection on a reflection? That's the true image, right? (laughs) So obandco.uk slash 188. And do sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing whilst you're over there to keep your finger firmly on the pulse of the ever-evolving world of retail. So, 10 Reflections Inspired by Retail Week Live. First up, great experience is not complicated. Sometimes we think of experience being made up of many moving parts, requiring complex system integrations, different teams working together. But actually, it can be exactly the opposite. Great experience can be simply caring in the moment for a customer or for a colleague even. I'm sure you may have heard of the phrase that people may forget what you say or do, but they won't forget how you made them feel and the actions or behaviours that you can do to invoke a particular feeling can be done very quickly, instantly, seconds, right? So great experience isn't complicated, but we do sometimes overcomplicate it, I think. Next almost connected to that, be a customer of your own business. Actually, go through, buy as a customer, not as part of the organisation. 
and consider what you see. Consider how it makes you feel. Challenge what's wrong. Challenge those bugbears that you experience as a customer. Do everything. Read your own marketing emails. Speak to your colleagues as a customer would. Try using the product as if you are not already an expert in it. Truly experience the customer experience. Okay, well, let's keep going. Related to that is my third reflection. Own the bad service. Don't dismiss it when things go wrong. Don't blame other people. Don't blame other companies. Don't point fingers at the wider world. Own it yourself. Now, in a highly competitive world, loyalty is fragile at best. One of the stats shared was that 50% of customers leave after just one bad service experience. So consider what would customers define as a bad service experience? And spoiler alert, it's probably a lot less severe than you might like to think. Bad service can just be an annoyance, being passed around the customer service center, having to look up reference numbers, having to give your details over and over again, having your basket emptied before you're ready to check out, having a payment declined. Now, all of these, you might say, well, that's not my fault. But actually, you want to minimize the chance of that happening, right? And so therefore, you need to own that bad experience. If you recognize that you own it, then you can recognize that you can change it. If it exists within your circle of influence or your circle of control, then there is something you can do about it rather than just sit and complain about the impact on you or on your organization's performance. Own the bad service and step up and take control. Reflection four is that we're all running our own race. A huge number of people have burnt out during the pandemic. Again, a stat shared was that that number is as much as 70% of people have experienced some form of burnout over the last couple of years, which is chronic. I hope you'll agree. But given that, we also have a tendency to look at other people's jobs or life and think that they're on easy street. We look at what someone has to do and it seems so easy. We look at how someone lives their life and it happens so effortlessly. And particularly with social media, right? Where everyone has a perfect Instagram life, right? It's easy to let negative thoughts in. But instead, we need to recognize that we are running our own race. Yes, you may feel the pressure or the jealousy or even the disdain, but instead consider that they are probably looking at you and feeling something similar. Maybe you are on easy street, right? Maybe your life is just so simple and organized and perfect. But if you recognize that instead, like I say, you're running your own race, consider what you can do to hone your own performance and consider what you can do to encourage the performance of those around you as well. Balancing aspects like goals and motivation and well-being and different innovative approaches. Next up, developing capability to fill the gaps in your organization is key. We were talking about this a couple of episodes ago. Developing new capabilities within your organization is a slow process but it does allow you to define and develop exactly the skill set that you will need to drive your business forward. Plus, by propelling people onto a different career path or even a different career orbit, 
you truly have the chance to earn massive colleague loyalty in terms of long-term employment, in terms of further referrals for future colleagues, and in terms of putting their all into the organization and the organization's purpose and mission. Next, you know culture is important. And I'm sure you've heard phrases like, culture eats strategy for breakfast. But what is culture? Culture really is defined by actions and behaviors. So if you are trying to change the culture of your organization, perhaps as part of a wider transformation, perhaps the whole organization, or maybe just a team, or maybe even just yourself, think about the actions and the behaviors that you're specifically talking about. You know, consider what does the status quo look like? What things are happening right now or not happening right now that you want to change? What does that future culture look like? Physically look like? What will you see? What will you hear? What will people be doing? And more specifically, what is it that you will do differently in the future? And by the way, right now, (laughs) what will you do that supports that future culture, that future set of actions and behaviors. So really consider this, and you might like to try a start, stop, continue exercise, which is a super easy and accessible way for getting into this. Another important concept that I'm sure you're familiar with is that process of taking data, converting it to insight, and then taking action. That data to insight to action cycle is something I'm hearing more and more in the wider industry, which is fantastic news. But let me ask you this. When did you honestly last get a true aha moment from the data and the insight that you are looking at? When were you genuinely surprised? When did you genuinely go, wow, I did not know that. That is a real shift. Or are your data efforts just there to provide the confidence and the comfort to support the actions that you're going to take anyway, but you just need proof or evidence to encourage people to come on that journey with you? Because you could argue that if you are just requiring that confidence and comfort and evidence to deliver the action, actually, are you truly genuinely taking that data to insight to action cycle really seriously? Or perhaps you just need to build up your self-confidence and a bit of gut instinct to go with what your heart says. But instead, let's say you do take data, convert it to insight, and then decide on what that action is. You're going to need to discover those aha moments from the insight, from the data. So what is it that you are going to actually do to get some genuinely insightful findings? Take a think. What's it you actually need to do? those behaviors and actions coming out again, to get genuinely insightful findings and discoveries. Okay, moving on. Another one of the key reflections from Retail Week Live was that great things are entirely possible when looking at partnerships and collaboration, whether that be with other retailers or whether that be with vendors. You know, in the world of technology, we're seeing some huge tech developments And right now, you've got big technology companies that invest millions and billions into R&D that, frankly, you're not doing, or at least you're probably not doing unless you are working for one of those companies. But companies like Snap, like Amazon, or like What3Words even, are looking to work with retailers 
they're not looking to compete. They're looking to help bring their technical capabilities, their technical discoveries, their inventions and their uniqueness to a wider market. And by choosing the companies and even the people that you partner and you collaborate with closely, you can truly open the doors to a massive transformation. Next up, we're at number nine now. And personalized imagery and augmented reality are offering increasingly large opportunities. Now, again, it's been a trend for several years now, but personalization has some huge wins available. And now, as technology develops, personalizing images or tailoring images and even AR, augmented reality, offers massive opportunities to personalize content that customers see, especially online we're talking about but I'll come back to other channels in just a moment. Imagine you're scrolling the grid and imagine those model shots or the lifestyle shots are showing people of a, a similar body or a similar race as you. You naturally feel more connected to the brand. The product naturally feels more relevant to you. You can imagine yourself using it or wearing it or eating it, whatever the product is. But that doesn't happen today. Instead, perhaps we're served with a model or a lifestyle shot that doesn't really reflect who you are. And so you have to use your imagination to put yourself into that picture. And maybe that works because you are imaginative and visual, but maybe it doesn't. So tailoring the model shots and the lifestyle shots to people that seem similar to you as a customer is a big opportunity. But let's take this a step further. Imagine you are that model wearing the clothes, using the product. Imagine being able to see and touch that product in a setting that you recognize, that you feel familiar with. That would be so much more powerful. And augmented reality is increasingly offering those sort of opportunities. And whilst I mention online, to be honest, it doesn't need a massive leap of faith or a leap of creativity even to imagine how this could evolve into more personalized experiences in store or on social media feeds or in other channels as well. In turn, having personalized imagery and even AI experiences can help boost conversion and minimize returns. But also, at the same time, you may think, well, that's so far-fetched. But it's important to recognize that technology develops over time. It's not an instant overnight success. It takes time to develop the technical solution. It takes time to build momentum in the marketplace. It takes time for users and customers to adopt and truly get used to it. E-commerce is the perfect proof, right? That is case in point of something that takes time to evolve. And so aspects like augmented reality and image processing and image tailoring, or even the wider metaverse for that matter, will all take time to continually evolve until they reach their future state. If there ever is such a thing as a, a future solid state, shall we say. <laughs> and then my 10th reflection was that the retail industry has changed. The mindset has changed. It is ready to change itself. Last year at Retail Week Live, which was towards the end of the year, I have to be honest, the vibe was very much about reflection. Reflecting on the challenges of the pandemic, reflecting on the rapid changes that were required to get ready for lockdowns, reflecting on all of the barriers that got presented around 
availability or supply chain readiness or around people being forced into self-isolation and reflecting on all of those different challenges and hurdles that the teams overcame. However, right now, from Retail Week Live, that feeling of the industry is different. It is more about looking forward. It is about recognizing the need to change, to transform, to evolve. And I'm excited about that because there are so many opportunities. And of course, I'll continue to be here on the Retail Transformation Show to support you as you go through your evolution, as you go through your transformation. You know, I work with companies that are going through change and transformation a lot, helping them to build capability, helping them to develop new businesses, new propositions, new processes, and discover the big opportunities that exist in the short term and the long term. So I hope you're ready to change. I'm guessing by the fact that you listen to the podcast, you might well be. So that's great news. (laughs) But if you'd like some help and support, stay tuned and reach out. You can email me always at oliver.banks at obandco.uk or find me on LinkedIn. Reach out, connect, message me. Tell me you listen to the podcast and tell me how I can help you on your transformation. And then my kind of final reflection, (laughs) my 11th special one, is that it's good to talk. It's good to connect with people. It's great to get together. So I do hope that you and I can connect and catch up soon. Perhaps we caught up at Retail Week Live. Perhaps we caught up at the Retail Technology Show or another event. Or maybe our opportunity is just around the corner. But it is, like I say, good to talk. Great to catch up with people in real life as well. Now, I would love to hear your reflections on my reflections. Which ones resonated with you? They're not all rocket science. Absolutely not. But I hope hidden among them are those golden nuggets that allow you to find the unique action that you can take to drive yourself and your organization forward. And if you'd like some additional episodes to listen to, then here are three recommendations based on what we are talking about today. Firstly, try episode 184, number 184, called Simple Ideas and Why We Ignore Them. Next, take a look through the archive, way back to episode 59, number 59, an episode entitled Creating Memorable Experiences. And then finally, check out episode 128, number 128, called AR, VR, and Retail in the Metaverse. A catch-up with Metaverse expert Kathy Hackle to explore what the art of the possible is in that world. So do check out those three episodes. Take a scroll through the archives as well. There's tons of great content and piles of golden nuggets just waiting for you. You'll find all of those references on the show notes today, which once again are at obandco.uk slash 188. And do remember to sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing, where you get to hear from me some unique perspective, as well as key highlights from the changing world of retail. What new innovations are out there? What are the big trends emerging? Who is trialing what and deploying what from all around the world? Do check it out, obandco.uk slash 188. And do hit subscribe if you've not already done so. 
and join me on another episode of the Retail Transformation Show podcast very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.